podcast people, you're back for more. First, I want to start the way that I always do and tell you thank you so much for the next 25 minutes or so of your life you are giving to me. And that is an amazing gift and I appreciate it. And I hope that we grow together and that good things come from this. Um, I also want to thank everybody for the amazingly positive feedback I got from our season two, episode one. That's so great. Um, With that said, I think we're going to jump back into it. So we talked about um, on the first season kind of getting into some more heavier stuff. And I think that with season two, we can do that. I feel safe about doing that. Um, So I want to reiterate, and I know we talked about this a little bit in season one, but I want to talk about forgiving yourself. So I want to ask you a question. And my question is this, how can you honestly expect to forgive others and to love others if you haven't forgiven yourself? Dang, right? I know. I know. That's a big one. So I want to I wanna share a story with you guys, and then we'll kind of get into, into all of that. But um, I think that forgiving yourself or self-love is so important. And I know those things are so incredibly hard to do. You know, and it's it's one of those things where our society teaches us that the faster you forgive somebody, the better you are, because we know there's going to be fights. We know there's going to be conflict. We know that people are going to disappoint us. We almost look for it. But we also know that if we overcome that, then we are the better person. So you can go on Facebook or Twitter or whatever is, is available to you at the time. You can go on social media anywhere and you'll find where somebody has had an argument or something. And they're like, nah, I don't sweat them. I forgive them. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Look at me. I'm past it. I rose above it. I forgave them. I'm better than they are. And as a society, we're like, wow, that person is so great. And that is wonderful. I think that forgiving people is a huge part of this. But my question is, when are you going to forgive you? Is it going to be at 3.30 in the morning when you can't sleep and you're reciting every word that they have messaged you or text you or reliving the painful moment again and again and thinking, I can't believe I did that. Is it when you go back over the Facebook post and realize that you probably shouldn't have posted that and now people are going to see it. But if you delete it fast enough, everybody will still think that you're great because you forgave the person for the situation. Who forgave you? I think a lot of times we overlook that. Now, I promised myself with season two that I would be a lot more open. So I'm going to share a story with you guys about me because I think that makes it a lot more relatable and life lessons tend to be great ways to continue teaching. So there's that. Having said that, I want to tell you guys about my older sister. Now, I don't talk about her often. Um, We actually don't talk hardly at all, ever. Um, You would know her if you were in the Elk Grove area because she's perfect. As a matter of fact, I think that she almost walks on water for that matter. I'm just kidding. She really is though. She she is tall. She's uh, beautiful. She's smart. Everything that she has done in life was done right. Now, she's the older one, and I'm the next in line as far as the siblings go. And so I always felt like, you know, I couldn't I couldn't stack up. I mean, she got the good grades. She was popular. She was, you know, did runway for a little bit. It just anything that she touched, she succeeded in. She owned her own businesses. Her kids are crazy smart. I mean, just she could not fail. And growing up in that shadow, I not that... It was much of a shadow because she was tiny and skinny and beautiful. And I was about, you know, 300 pounds. So we'll call it an eclipse. And growing up in that eclipse, I really struggled with that. And I would always forgive her for hurting me because that's what I was supposed to do. But what I found was later on in life, I don't think I actually did because I didn't forgive me 
for that. See, I, I would forgive her for our fights, which we would have often. As a matter of fact, we even came to blows one time. We were sitting in a truck. My dad had walked into a store and she was on one side and I was on the other side and her idiot boyfriend was in the middle. And we were like 13 or 14 or, or something like that. And I don't even remember what the conversation was, but we ended up physically fighting. And I forgave her, you know, by the time dad got out to the car, but I didn't forgive myself. So what I found was every time that I had an interaction with her, I would walk in and be like, all right, I have to forgive her. But I didn't forgive myself for my part in it. I didn't forgive myself for not reaching my potential because it was her fault. And if I forgave her, that means I didn't have to carry that. It's pretty nasty, right? Well, I didn't even realize that throughout my entire childhood because, you know, you're growing up. There's so many different things going on. You're getting boobies and butts and boyfriends and the whole nine. But as I got older and I, I still felt those things, I kind of just put it in the back of my mind, like, oh, well, whatever. She is what she is. But everybody else could see it. They're like, wow, there's kind of something there. And see, I was showing up for fights that she didn't even know existed. She had no clue. And this whole thing came to a head one night. I had been having a couple of drinks. I was obviously in my 20s. And um, a couple of lot of drinks. A couple of lot of probably far too many drinks. And um, for whatever the reason, she came to mind. I, to be honest, I don't remember most of the event. I definitely remember the repercussions, but I do not remember the event. And um, I had called her, you know, because I that was the thing to do, you know, at 2.30 in the morning when you're blitzed is call your perfect sister to let her know that you're doing some other unperfect thing. But I did. I called her and I woke her up and, you know, I remember saying, hi, hey, what are you doing? And she was probably something along the lines of, oh, I'm sleeping. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I want to talk to you. Now, I don't know at what point in time my subconscious self was like, move over conscious self, I'm taking the steering wheel. But it drove that truck right into the side of my sister. Literally, honk, honk, beep, beep. No blinker, it was on. I told her, Shelly, oh, I was going to say her name. I'm sorry, that's my sister's name. I apologize. I told her, I said, hey, I want to tell you something. And of course, she inquisitively was like, well, what's up? And I said, I want to tell you all the reasons that everybody doesn't like you. Right? I'm just going to sit on that for a second. She's waking up and her concern is my safety. And what I give to her is I'm going to tell you the reason everybody doesn't like you. Now, for whatever the reason, she chose to stay on the phone. I don't remember where I started my list or where I ended it or what assault arsenal I decided to pull out that day, but it was ugly and destructive and nasty. I will never be able to go to the five minutes right before that and not dial that phone number. I will never be able to sit there and say, I am sorry enough for what I did that night. Never. I have to accept the fact that history is what it is. I have to accept the fact that, that I could forgive her a thousand times, but that night she was completely and totally a victim. Now, the next morning when I woke up and, you know, listened to my voicemails and my stepmom had called and my dad had called and my mom had called and my brother had called and it was definitely something. And now there was a situation that I needed to deal with. Now I had two choices. I could forgive her for telling everybody, although 
I probably would have done the same thing. Or I could have looked at myself. Well, let me tell you what I did. I stopped talking to her. See, I could forgive her outwardly and say, hey, you know what? She she had it coming. No, 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 no. So I carried that little thing around with me for a long time. Now, here's the thing. It wasn't a little thing. See, because I had that living inside me, every time I interacted with anybody that knew about it, I would show up for a fight that didn't exist. You know, they'd say, hey, I saw her today. Yeah, she's doing really good. Oh, well, that's that's good. Why are you telling me that? Because she's your sister. And maybe you'd want to know. No, I'm okay. It's fine. Hey, she's going to be having this dinner at your house. They'd really like for you to be there. It'd be super great. I'm not going to go over there. Oh, okay. Because I hadn't forgiven myself. See, my issue with her wasn't her. My issue with her was me. She was simply a mirror to which I didn't want to look. I could have done all those things. I could have gotten better grades. No, not really. I'm not a big fan of school. Probably wouldn't have happened. But I could have done the other successful things. You know, when when she opened her business, she brought me in, brought me on. Um, and I did great. I actually ended up making a wonderful career out of it. Do you think I ever for a minute was like, hey, that thing that you did? Thanks. Because I don't know that my life would have ended up as great as it did if I didn't tell you. Instead, when she made the decision to have a family, I got angry with her. That makes no sense. Now I can say that now because, you know, as you go through these trainings and all the things that I'm learning, see, I get to, I get to be my first client. How fun is that? I get to be my first patient. I get to look at all my ugly stuff and go, gosh, I'm going to help people be better. Wait, what? But with that, I can say, you know what? I went through that. I know what it's like to sit up at three o'clock in the morning and not be able to sleep because you're replaying a horrible moment in your mind. But somehow your subconscious has made this some kind of weird trapped home. See, I understand that. And I'm working through it. And when I do, I want to turn around because I want you to work through it too. So I want to ask you to take a minute and think about what that thing is for you. What is that thing that you really can't forgive yourself for? What is that thing that you're not ready to give up the hope that maybe the past can be different? Because I don't know about you, but I don't have a time machine. Let me check. Let me look under the table. Hold on. Nope. Nope. There is no time machine. I'm sorry. The past is what it is. So the only way to get over it is to let it go. And the only way to let it go is to forgive yourself. So do you have that thing in your mind that whatever it is, that relationship, that meme, that tweet, that post, whatever that thing is that you've done that you are holding on to that is literally rotting you from the inside out? Because there's nothing worse than forgiving everybody else and not forgiving yourself. It's like drinking poison. And waiting for the other people to die. It's exactly what it is. Now, I don't normally drink poison. I actually don't drink anymore at all, for the record. <laughs> Thank God. But I don't, I don't think that that's something that you need to carry. So I'm inviting you to get really, really real with yourself. Because you're worth it. And to say, you know what? 
insert name here. I'm sorry I did that to you. Now, there's different techniques that you can use, and there's one that I really like. And I'm going to offer that to you right now. Um, I have gone back to that night a thousand times in my head. You know, and you know, you get that feeling in your stomach and then all of a sudden you feel a little bit shaky and the adrenaline goes and you're just like, oh man, why am I back here? And then that little party that really hates yourself is like, oh great, it's a party and I've invited myself. No, no, no. We're not sending out invitations to that party anymore. We're good. That club's closed. It was never any fun anyway. The music sucked. We're over it. It's done. No more. We're not going to go back to it because we've forgiven ourselves for it. But if you're finding that saying, you know what, Chris, I forgive you. I'm going to hug you. Oh, have you ever hugged yourself? I know it sounds like totally crazy, right? But it is the coolest thing. I can't even tell you how many times like I just stop and go, dude, bro, I will high five myself. And there I very publicly, like I'll be at the grocery store and I'll get like a really great deal on some can. And I'm just like, oh, my, I'm so proud of you, girl. Get you some. And I will high five myself. This has happened a lot. I do it very public. I think it's important. I think it's, it's good to love yourself. I think that's another podcast. Okay, so we're going to get back to forgiving ourselves. So let's just say that you go back to that situation. Okay, so for me, I'm going to go back to a time when uh, my sister and I were having a really great conversation. Actually, we were sitting in her living room, and uh, we were connecting. I remember uh, I remember the um, natural, natural woman was playing in the background. That's how vividly I remember this. And I remember because we both were sitting in like random parts. And this was something that we had never done very often. We never really relaxed around each other because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it because of my bitterness. And I hope she knows that I'm sorry for that. But anyway, so we're listening to Natural Woman and it's this really, really cool moment. And, and then I remember I just got upset and I don't necessarily remember the moments around it, but it was a good time that she and I were both in the room. And I almost hit pause in the memory and I stopped and she was, you know, skinny and beautiful and sitting on her bed and I was not so hot sitting on the floor and the adult me, the version that I am right now, the person that I really like right now, this, this healthy state, this wonderful, whatever I walked in and I saw that little girl, me, younger girl, me sitting there. And in my mind's eye, I walked over and I was just like, Hey, Hey, can I talk to you for a minute? And I turned and I faced myself. And I said, hey, you know what? I'm really sorry that you're angry. And I am so incredibly sorry that you don't feel like you're enough. Because you are. Girl, you is plenty enough, let me tell you. But, but all kidding aside, I just want you to know, Christina, that that the version of you sitting here right now, you're going to be okay. And your sister, she loves you. And she's going to forgive you because she's way more mature than you are. But there's going to come a day that you're going to need to forgive yourself. Because you're going to hurt some really, really great people. Now, I know it's not your fault. And I know that, that you're reacting to a bunch of different things and psychology is going to tell you all kinds of things, kiddo. But for the record, I want you to know that when I become you in 20 years, I forgive you. And I love you. And you know what? Your family, 
they forgive you and they love you too. And hopefully these experiences are going to help you help somebody else. And they're going to forgive themselves because of what you just did. And they're going to love you too. And there's going to be times where that anger, it's going to want to re-manifest itself, kiddo. Because that's what we do. Because somehow we, we get comfortable in that. So Christina, as you're growing up, remember that, that it's going to pass. And everything's going to be okay. And you have tremendous value. And I love you. And in my mind's eye, I would picture myself hugging that insecure, scared, questioning little girl. And I'd walk over to my sister and I'd say, hey, you know what? You did a good job. And I'm sorry that it took me 30 years to see how amazing you were. And I'm sorry that I missed out on so many things because I was so busy being mad at myself. But most of all, I'm sorry that I projected all of that onto you. And I know that we're past the point of having any kind of, of, of healthy relationship or any kind of relationship at all. But if there ever comes a day that you get to know how sorry I am, and you get to know that it really wasn't your fault, I wish that for you. And I would hug her. And I would hug her so tight that there was no room for comfort at all. So it was just a really uncomfortable, sloppy, you're an amazing person, I love you, hug. And then I would excuse myself from the memory because I had forgiven myself. So there was no reason for me to go back into that. Now, I can talk about my sister and I can smile and I can talk about her and laugh because there were some good memories. Down the road, will there be something better? I don't know. I don't know. I, to be honest, I have no idea. But I know that the, the poison and the weight and the, the horribleness that I was carrying, it's gone because I healed that. See, I forgave myself. Wow, that was a lot, huh? Okay, so let's get back to you. Now you still have your your thing. So what is it that you need to do? What if you don't what if you don't want to revisit the situation? Let's say it's that. What if there's something else? Is there another tool that I can offer up for you? Is there something else I can do? Absolutely. That's my jam. Have you thought about maybe sitting down and and writing your younger self a letter? Or writing yourself, it doesn't even have to be your younger self. Let's say it happened yesterday, you know. Write something to the person you were seven minutes before that happened. Now, the beautiful part about forgiving yourself is the moment you start, you kind of start to feel this love for yourself. So you can't you can't love yourself and hate yourself at the same time. It, it creates this weird, yucky vortex. You know, what is it that, that no man can serve two masters, basically? You know, you can't. But you can forgive yourself and start to love yourself again. And I think that's amazing. 
you know, and, and you see all these people that are perfect and all of this stuff. And, and we constantly have that, that image in the mirror, like, oh, we can't, we can't really look. No, you can, because I have a little secret for you. All those perfect people, they're not perfect. My perfect sister was not perfect at all, actually. And I'm sure that if you ever got the chance to talk to her, she'd share some pretty amusing stories. That's life. You know, and, and to, to the people that are like, well, you know, you see this a lot in, in religion, you know, a lot in religion. You know, they'll, they'll say, well, I'm great because Jesus forgave me. I think that's so cool to have the idea that, yes, there's a deity that is going to do that. But what do you do for you? You know, and, and it's, it's so interesting to me to watch that kind of concave into something because it, it does grow, you know, and forgiving yourself and loving yourself doesn't make you a narcissist at all whatsoever. That cracks me up. It, it is so, so different. It does not do that. It doesn't make you conceited. It doesn't make you anything. You know, it makes you, it makes you human. It makes you be able to move on to other things because once you do that, once you forgive yourself, there's that space where that rock or that marble or that boulder, whatever you want to call it, where that used to be, there's now a beautiful, amazing space that you can fill with whatever you want. Now, I choose to fill mine with like super rad, amazing joy because I absolutely love being happy, you know, and I choose to fill mine with validation. You know, yeah, I was a pretty crappy sister for a little while, but guess what? I'm an amazing friend. Let's put that in there. Or, you know what, I was not always the best daughter, but man, as an aunt, I kick ass. Let's put that in there. You know, there's just start to find the things that you love about yourself. So once you do that, once you say, you know what, I'm going to go into this, I forgive myself, I'm good, I'm healthy, I'm amazing, then start filling it up with the things that you love. Make a list of the things about yourself that that are the opposite of the things that you, that you love, you know, or... I'm sorry, the opposite of the things that you hate, you know, the things that you really, we all have that one thing that we're just like, damn, that's me. You know, I love my smile. Then let's fill that space with your smile and smile more. And you'll find that other people start smiling at you and you'll literally become like a smile cycle. That would be so cool. Seriously, you know, and make sure that you, that you surround yourself with safe people while you're doing this, because sometimes reconstruction can be messy. That's really important. And I want to, I want to just stop on that because I kind of just felt like a, uh, from the universe. So hold on. I want to talk about that for a minute. I am so incredibly lucky to have the people that I have in my life. I really, I really am. And I have a very close circle of friends, you know, and I have, um, I have this, I have this one person I'm going to tell you about and bless their flipping little hearts. Let me tell you, <laughs> Uh, they really push me to be better. Um, they really do. And they do it without even pushing. You know, it's one of those things that that I will be like, hey, I have, you know, this thing. And it's so crazy because whenever I'm around them, I don't shut up. I'm literally just like, oh, I'm going to tell you about everything right now. Blah, 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 blah. And in doing so, I have unearthed so many amazing things because I know that that's a safe space for me to talk. It's a safe space for me to share things and to know that, you know, they're going to tell me the things I don't want to hear because they have to, you know, but 
I'm allowed to say, I'm actually struggling with this. Okay, that's awesome. How do you feel about that? Oh, well, I, I feel like whatever it is, you know, and we talk and we discuss and there is no judgment, you know, and it takes a long time to find that person, but find you a person like that. It's important. You know, if it, if it has to be a trained, you know, person that, that maybe you feel like you need a little bit more, go for that. You know, it could be an aunt, an uncle. It could be a pet. It could be a pet. My dog, Diesel, if he ever talked, I would be so screwed. I tell him everything. Let me tell you the things that dog has seen, but no, seriously, it, it could be anything, but make sure you build that safe space. So this is your homework until Tuesday. I want you to think about that thing that you're not forgiving yourself for. I want you to have that conversation with yourself and tell yourself, hey, I forgive you because everybody else has forgiven you. And I want you to fill that space with something super positive, no matter what it is. It doesn't, it could be literally anything. I want you to fill that with something positive because you're worth it. And you're amazing. And you have so much value. Growing hurts, but healing is phenomenal. So let's do this together. And I thank you for joining me for another podcast. We are at the 26-minute mark, which means my time with you is done. I cannot wait to hear from you guys. Again, the feedback's been amazing. Reach me any way you can. Um, Harry Potter Owl, that's my sister-in-law. Phone text, message, whatever you want to do. Let me know how you're doing and know that you are not alone. We are absolutely in this together. Thank you so much. And I look forward to talking to you guys on Tuesday.